Have you ever felt like the picture or the person in the picture? Sort of the title of that picture is Alone. One of the fascinating things that's happening in our culture today is that people feel alone. If you think about it, that's pretty amazing. All of the technology that we now have, the internet, computers, smartphones, many of our devices in our homes are now communicating. We have communication that is almost endless, way beyond just the phone, but email and text messages and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and on and on it goes. There is literally a flood of new ways to communicate. And we now number our friends in the hundreds at least, and if you're really cool, in the thousands of friends. And yet numerous studies indicate that people today feel more alone than ever. And the COVID pandemic has just heightened that sense of aloneness. In some ways, we're so busy being connected that we're not connected. If you think about it because relationships require more than a text message more than a quick picture our lives are full of acquaintances but we have fewer friends because we're so busy communicating with all of our acquaintances and we end up feeling like this guy on the dock more alone than ever before Well, you are not as alone as you think. And that's the good news I want to share with you today. Throughout the Bible, God has said, I will be with you to his people. Every time they have felt alone as they left Egypt, as they left Ur the Chaldees, as they stood looking across the Jordan River at a land filled with enemies and felt overwhelmed, felt alone, God has come along and said, you're not alone. I will be with you. Don't be afraid. I'm here. And that's not just God in the Old Testament. It's Jesus in the New Testament. At the end of his life on earth at the end of the gospel of matthew recorded for us is this message of jesus to his disciples and he's telling them what they need to be busy about and i'm sure they felt overwhelmed by that challenge of jesus while he also says and i'm leaving you go do this and he gives them that same reassurance that god had given israel in the old testament i will be with you to the very end of the age you're not going to be alone. I will be with you. And that is the offer of God to his people. If we connect with him, if he is our God, if we're one of his people, he says, I'm going to be with you. You're not going to be alone. 
And that can be such a comforting thought to us if we really think about it. This God who, is, uh, who knows us totally, who fully understands us, we don't hide anything from him, we don't put on a front, we don't uh, not say something because we may lose some friends, he totally knows us, good and bad, answers and struggles, questions and fears, he knows us and he still wants to be with us. But he's also this God who has all power, who can help us in any situation. He's never in over his head. He's never at a loss for what to do. He is God, and he's with us, and he knows us, and he cares for us. And he proved that by dying on the cross for us, which we just celebrated in communion. And that God says, I will be with you. Jesus himself said, I will be with you. Now, my question is, what's that mean? When God says, I'll be with you. When Jesus says, I'll be with you, you know, the first reaction would logically be, well, I don't see him. So what's he mean, I'll be with you? Well, you know, parents say that to kids as they go off to camp or go off to college or go off to the military. I'll be with you. Well, we know that's not literal. What it says is, I'll be thinking about you. I'm on your side. Uh, I'll be praying for you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering you on. I'm wishing you well. I hope this turns out well. I, I'll be with you. Maybe it's sort of, I'm watching. I, I'm going to be out there cheering for you. Maybe it's even, if you need help, let me know. And I'll drop what I'm doing, and I'll come and help you. You can call on me. Is that how you picture God being with you? It, how, how, what Jesus meant when he said, and I will be with you? Well, that's how we humans would do it. That's what we could do. And so it's only natural for us to think, well, that must be what Jesus meant, means when he says he'll be with us. But Jesus explained what he meant, fortunately, and it's way more than what we humans can do. At another point, and this one is recorded in John, as Jesus is starting to let the disciples be aware that he's going to go away, that he's going to die, and that they won't see him anymore, he's preparing them for that, but he also wants them to know that he's really not going to leave them. He will be with them. And in John 16, we have this wonderful interchange between the disciples and Jesus. He has told them that he's going away, and their natural reaction would be like ours. They're grieving. They're going to be left alone. But in John 16, 6 and 7, he says, Rather, you are filled with grief because I've said these things to you. But very truly, I tell you, I'm telling you the truth. It is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. They're going to be better off because as Jesus returns to heaven, 
he's sending the advocate, the Holy Spirit, to be with them. And it's a wonderful word. The, the word that's used there literally, and you've probably heard this if you've been around the Bible much, it's paraclete. And it's two words, but it's called beside. And it's the concept of somebody who may have been away, but they come to be right beside you, glued beside you. And they're there so you're not alone. You're never alone. Because the advocate is right here. And the concept is not just called beside. It is a concept of somebody who is stronger and more powerful. And they have come to help. And Jesus said, I'm not leaving you. You're not going to be alone. I'm sending the Spirit to be with you. Now think about what that means. This advocate is the Spirit of God himself. As we trace through all of the scriptures and we create this word Trinity... But the concept behind it is based in the truth of God's word, and that is that God comes to us in three different ways, as Father, as Son, as Spirit. But they are all God. The same God, the one God. And so God's own Spirit is here with us. Jesus himself is here with us. The Spirit is with us. That's how Jesus can say, I will be with you always to the end of the age. That is more than just Jesus from heaven saying, I'm watching. Jesus from heaven cheering us on. It is God himself as spirit who says, I will be with you. I mean with you. In you. Right there beside you. That's way more than cheering from the sidelines. One of the reasons that we can have an unshakable life is because God is with us, literally. There's two passages that I want to touch on for just a second that help us understand exactly what that means when God says, I'm not going to leave you. I will be with you. One is Jesus again in the same 16th chapter of John. He's doing a lot of explaining to them about this advocate, this spirit. In verses 12 and the beginning of 13, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now handle. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. At another point, Jesus says, he'll remind you of everything I've said. But he's also going to guide you into truth of his own. So that very thing that we desperately want from Jesus, his teaching, his wisdom, his guidance, we have it in us because the Spirit is in us. And how much we wanted Jesus around to help guide us, he is in us, guiding us. The Spirit is in us, guiding us. And he wanted the disciples to understand that how much he was going to be with them, even though they weren't going to physically see him. 
He wasn't leaving them. He was going to be with them. Over in Romans, Paul adds another verse. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that you may overflow with hope. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Seem to me this is an especially important verse for us in this time in our, our country, our world, our lives. That presence of God with us and the power he adds to our lives allows us, and Paul lists three things, that we may have hope, that we may have joy, and we may have peace. Maybe we could almost take those backwards. We are able to trust in him so we have peace. God's in control. God is on his throne. And that kind of peace can bring us to hope. It's okay. And it's going to be okay. Whatever you're anxious about today, if God is your God and you're holding on to his hand, he is dwelling inside you. And his spirit that is living literally in you is there to help you so that you can have peace and hope by his power. And that brings us joy, whatever the circumstances. If you're ever privileged to talk to Christians who've gone through persecution or terrible suffering, one of the amazing things is the joy you find. And when you talk to them, what they'll talk to you about is how God was with me, how God was working. The power of God and the peace they found and the joy that brought them. And that's part of why Jesus says, I'm not going to leave you alone to face all this. I'm going to be with you in the form of the advocate who is going to come and take up residence inside you. So you're never alone. We can be cut off from humans, our spouse, our best friend, our family. We can be put in isolation, but we are never isolated from God because the Spirit is in us. And that makes all the difference. I couldn't do this without touching base on all the Spirit brings into our lives. But I also knew this could easily become a class in theology and the Holy Spirit, and that's not what you signed up for today. Some of you would love that, but others would say, oh, I don't have time for this. So my compromise is I put in the notes a whole bunch of scriptures and some things that God brings to us through the Spirit dwelling in us. And I'm just going to go through them real quickly because it helps us understand all that God wants us to experience. And why he gave us his spirit in us. The spirit is there to be a source of his presence. So we are never away from him. And we have that sense that God hasn't left me. He is with me. I'm never out of touch from God. I never have poor reception. He's never not there to hear. He's never not there for me to talk to. He is always present in my life. 
and that is so that we can have a relationship with God. That's part of why the Spirit is in us for His presence and so that we can have a, a relationship with God closer than any human relationship. He fully knows us and we can get to know Him. No game playing, no hiding, no pretending, not with God. God wants a deep relationship with us. That Spirit is also there to give us encouragement. Those things of comfort and hope. That advocate who is with me. So I don't feel alone. One of the most, I think, one of the most amazing things the Spirit says He is there to do is to transform us. We are said we are a new creation. We experience new life. Well, how do we do that? Well, that's part of why God takes up residence in us as the Spirit. To go about renovation. HGTV has become a huge hit because people love to watch renovation shows. Do you realize you are a renovation show? And God is the host. And he took up residence in you to transform your character, your priorities, your thinking. We talk about the fruit of the Spirit. It's a changed character because the Spirit is in us. It's the fruit of the Spirit. It's not the fruit of our hard work or our work to transform ourselves. It's the fruit of the Spirit in us that changes our character. Three more things the Spirit gives. Wisdom. We saw that. Jesus said, he will guide you into all truth. He will remind you of what I have told you. So we have the source of God's truth directly in us to help us as we open the word, to remind us of the word. As we hear a song, somebody says a word to us, and the Spirit says there's a piece of God's truth. Pay attention. Hold on to that. Let me remind you of that. And that source of God's truth is always with us. His help, literally God's power. We have access to the power of God to do what seems impossible because God himself is living within us. And the last thing that Paul talks about at some length is the, is the Spirit is a seal, a guarantee that we're God's child. He's that stamp of a genuine article is one of the languages that's used. So as we worry about ourselves, as, as Satan makes us doubt that we're good enough or that we're going to be saved or that God still loves us, part of the role of the Spirit is to say, no, no, you're one of God's, I'm here. I'm this mark that says, no, you're a child of God. and Nobody's going to take that away from you. I'm here to mark who you are. The challenge for us is not to have the Spirit. God says, I'm taking up residence. If you call me uh, your Father, if you call Jesus your Savior, then I'm taking up residence in you. That's part of the relationship. That's part of that accepting of me. The challenge for us is to pay attention to that Spirit in us. One of the dearest Christians I've ever known always said to me, God is a gentleman. He will never force himself where he's not wanted. 
And even though the Spirit is within us, we have to choose to listen to Him. We have to choose to pay attention, to acknowledge in our own head, our own thinking that God is in me. Can I listen for Him? Can I pay attention? What's He trying to say? What's He trying to do to sort of look for the Spirit's activity in our lives, our circumstances, our thinking, to talk to Him. Paul says it this way in Galatians 5, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. If we're going to live, it's going to be by the Spirit. And if our chance at really experiencing life, new life, is by the Spirit, then we need to keep in step with the Spirit. And that's something you have to work at. One of my joys in high school was being in marching band. I know that wasn't a joy for a lot of people, but I loved it. And our band director was uh, ex-military. So when we practiced marching, we marched. And our lines had to be straight. And we had to work at it. And those lousy gate turns in parades when you had to go around the streets and you had to be in line and, and all of that, it was hard work to keep in step. But when you kept in step, when you paid attention, it was really amazing to watch. I still love to watch a marching band today because of that time in high school and how amazing it is to watch a band of hundreds keep in step, and what they can accomplish. Paul says, we got to do that with the Spirit. we got to pay attention. we got to listen. He wants to do so much for us. God gave him to us so that God would always be with us and help us. In this time of all times, we need the Spirit. And so I come back to that picture you're watching online if you're sitting here in the room this picture may resonate with you and you may feel like that but what I want you to realize is you're not alone on that dock the father is there the father on his throne who is God almighty creator of the universe is there Jesus is there your Savior, your Lord, the most caring human who ever lived on earth, who loved you so much, he died for you voluntarily. He's there. And his Spirit, God's Spirit, the Spirit of God is there with you. Others may look around and not see anybody, but please know, you are not alone. God is with you. And that gives you an unshakable life. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Um, it really, if we really think about what you are doing in us, we wouldn't even think to ask for that. That you, the mighty God of the universe, who is totally perfect and righteous uh, could you come live inside me 
we would be ashamed and afraid to even ask such a thing. We don't deserve. We're not worthy. But you offer to live inside us anyway. To be with us. And so we can only say thank you. And listen. Pay attention. Get to know you as you live inside us so that we can experience all of the wonderful things you want to do and give us as you dwell in us. Thank you. Help us listen and keep in step with the Spirit. In Jesus' name.